Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. episode of musicals taught me everything I know. I know you would probably know this because you've chosen to be here with us today where we are talking about internet sensation Dr. Horrible Singalong Blog. But first, it's me, KB, if you didn't already guess that, joined by Miranda Selwyn and Julia Eisentrager. And our guest for today is Nicole. Hello. Hey, Nicole. Welcome to the table. Thanks for bringing this musical to us because I think it's one that that goes uh, under the radar in terms of musical theatre because it did happen on the YouTubes. Yes. On the internets. The, ble- the best place. The best place. The internets. It has been put on stage, but it was definitely after the fact. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get too much into Dr. Horrible, um, Nicole, this is the first time you've been on the show. Yes. So we need to get to know you. Woo. Miranda. Getting to know <laughs> you. Wait, it's been so long since we've had a new guest I'm, and I've been here to yeah. do it. I was just like, what? I know. Oh, God, were, you, were you thinking about Zac Efron? Because I did see you gazing off <laughs> into the distance. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, let's get to know you. Oh, oh I just completely. <laughs> I do a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do the thing. Nicole. Getting to know you. Beautiful. Thank you, Miranda. Um, Nicole, which musical character would other people compare you to? I have been trying to think about this all day and I have no idea. I did ask um, one of the guys at work and he said Audrey too. And I'm like, I'll, I'll go with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you look like? A plant that eats people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, then. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Um, I think probably Alphaba. I mean, she's one nice. of the strongest characters especially strongest female characters and yeah she sticks to what she believes in and yeah, she gets to fly you wouldn't want that nice mm. is alphabet your dream role then um being not a performer i don't really have a dream role in that sense do you have a dream role in the other facets of theater then well i'd definitely love to stage manage something on broadway but you know that's a pretty big Is dream. Is there like a particular show that you're like, yes, I want to get all about that? Not like technical wise. That's good English. <laughs> really like really technical good. wise, I just want to like get like all about that. <laughs> kind of help. Does that help Julia's you, Nicole, <laughs> to answer this question? 
question at all? Um, not particularly. Um, I've been pretty lucky that um, as a stage manager, I've worked with most technical elements. So I've worked with flying and I've worked mm. with pyro and yeah, nice. doing doing more with pyro is always fun. Be fun, yeah. <laughs> we will uh, serve some shit a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, what is your favourite Sondheim show? Um, yeah, probably. Sweeney. Sweeney's a good one. Uh, we can add Pyro into Sweeney. Sweeney. <laughs> yes. City on fire. City on fire. Every time he City slits a throat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, guys. Okay, well then, is any, are there any of the Sweeney songs your go-to shower songs? <laughs> um, No, probably not. Um, I've been uh, working a little bit on Muriel's Wedding nice. at uh, QBAC, so... Yeah, at the moment, all of those songs have been going around in my head. So that's probably my go-to Julie has song. also been singing those all yes. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. Okay. The question we always build up to. It's a tough one. You have to delete one musical from existence. What's it going to be? Um, I'm probably going to get some haters for this, but... Um, Probably Book of Mormon. That's okay. Why? Fair. I just, I know, I know, but it just, it's a fairly new musical and it hasn't aged well in the short time it's been around. Okay. It's, yeah, I think there are a few jokes that just fall flat. I think it was, it just came out at the wrong time and yeah, I just think it's, not as funny as it was when it was first came out. So, that that is fair. Did you work on the show when it was at? Cuba? No, I didn't get to, but um, I did go and see it. Yeah, great. That I was just wondering that maybe the many, 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 many times seen <laughs> it over and over again. Maybe yeah. <laughs> if you agree with Nicole or you disagree with her strongly, let us know. That's always <laughs> a fun time. Um, cool. Well, now we've gotten to know you. Let's play some music and then get to know Dr. Horrible's sing-along plug. Now, this show was produced during the writer's strike um, while nobody was really working. Um, and for me, what uh, reading all about the backstory of this, what probably stood out the most was the fact that Joss Whedon <laughs> made more money on Dr. Horrible than he did from writing and directing the Avengers movie. Yep. Um, they did pitch it to a few hence the writer's strike yeah Um, they did pitch it to a few networks before they produced it themselves but um, either the deal wasn't right for them or um, the the networks didn't want it so they just decided to to have a go and small cast small crew very low budget and it just took off Um, do you think you could give us a kind of overview of the plot of Dr. Horrible Nicole I can give it a go um, so our main character, wouldn't say hero, more of a villain, <laughs> is uh, Dr. Horrible. He uh, wants to rule the world is basically his main motivation. Who he's not doesn't? happy. <laughs> he's not happy with the state of the world, which I think we can all relate to. Um, so he wants to rule the world um, and he wants to become part of the evil league of evil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so uh, for his plan, he wants to steal some wonderflonium. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he needs it to power his freeze ray. Yes, that stops time. It's it's not a it's not a uh, ice ray. That's all Johnny Snow. Um, sorry, just quoting it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and so, yeah, he tries to uh, steal it and inadvertently introduces his uh, love interest, Penny, to our anti-hero, I guess. I don't know, uh, Captain Hammer, who is just a big old tosser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corporate tool. Yes. Um, and so Penny and Captain Hammer um, hit it off and Dr. Horrible's not happy about it. Um, but oh, he's, he's still sad. he's still trying to uh, be evil, and uh, I think it's Bad Horse sends him a letter saying that Bad Horse, um, Bad horse. <laughs> he's not happy with his progress, and that uh, to really get on the evil league of evil, he's going to have to kill somebody. Um, and then, yeah, Doctor Horrible, uh, he sorry, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I okay. completely lost my track. Um, yeah, Doctor Horrible crashes. A uh, an event that uh, Captain Hammer is at, where they're uh, getting a building for the homeless that Penny is very strongly um, campaigning for, and the city is going to give her a building. And Doctor Horrible crashes it, um, and he freezes Captain Hammer with his freeze ray. Um, but at the last minute, the freeze ray stops, and Captain Hammer. Um, is almost about to uh, defeat Dr. Horrible with his own death ray, um, but the death ray backfires and spreads shrapnel everywhere, severely hurting Captain Hammer, which I think we're all happy about. <laughs> but unfortunately, the shrapnel hits poor old Penny and uh, she does die Aww. at the end. Very sad, but Dr. Horrible... <laughs> Does make it to the Evil League of Evil, and yeah. we get to see Bad Horse, which, oh, is, cool. <laughs> which is for spoilers, spoilers, an actual horse, yeah, which people are not expecting yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, so that was basically a five-month turnaround from the minute um, Joss Whedon pitched the idea to his brothers Jed and Zach and their sister-in-law Marissa. Um, to when it was released um, in July of 2008, which is a pretty, like, quick old turnaround, but there was a writer's strike. They weren't doing much. They weren't meant to be writing anything at the time if they were striking. Um, But what ended up happening is they filmed the whole thing um, and edited it in two weeks. So three 14-minute episodes. Um, There were six days of filming, two days of recording vocals, and about a week for editing. Um, which was that's so that's so quick, and I don't think any other television esque production would ever be able to do what they did. Um, well, it's like so surely it's a semi passion project, so you're just working for love, then. Absolutely, yeah, you don't need those sort of you know pesky scheduled breaks. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> get it done. Um, yeah, get it done. Um, would that two days have included the recording of commentary, the musical as well? Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's like two soundtracks to this yes. to this uh, musical. There is the one in the musical and then the musical commentary that you can watch with the cast commenting on the musical in musical form. <laughs> um, which is comedy Otherwise gold, known really. as... Gold. Gold. Um, it was Joss Whedon's first Emmy win. Um, and for uh, the first really uh, – it was content on the internet, which the only thing that really ha- really had done that before was Felicia Day's um, t- t- TV series, in inverted commas. Um, Felicia Day, who – Felicia Day, who played Penny. Yeah, yeah. 
in um, in Doctor Horrible. And quite famously, uh, shout out to Karen, our friend, is at least 30. <laughs> Thank you. It's an in-joke no one will get, but hey, Karen, love you, miss you. Welcome okay, to the show. Um, but there is there's some fun there's some fun facts that surround this musical. Um, Captain Hammer never Hammer never wears a sweater vest on screen, but according to his groupies, he owns four of them. Yep, never does he wear it. Um, the Death Ray is actually a modified prop that they hold upside down from Firefly, which is where it's known as the Sonic Rifle. <laughs> um, I never picked up on that. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. um, Dr. Horrible's lab coat is the same coat that Simon Tam uses to disguise, disguise himself as Doctor in Firefly Ariel. And Neil Patrick Harris unsuccessfully auditioned for the role of Simon Tam <laughs> in oh! Firefly. <laughs> Wow, um, burn. Right? That would be like, he's like, ha, 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 who wins now, Simon <laughs> Also, why do they have all this stuff from Firefly just still lying around? I, I think mean, they were filming on set. Like, they were filming. Oh, when it was way um, after. Nathan's just like, what should I Well, they borrow? probably just ra- raided the props house that nobody Firefly was using. Firefly cl- had been done. That doesn't I mean that before. stuff wasn't around. I think they were all probably hoping it'd come back, so yeah. they just kept just everything. I'll just keep this <laughs> just in my in garage, case. just in case. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar makes a secret cameo. She's in the town hall scene. Or She's wearing sunglasses does and a wig. She? Or does she? It's not that secret. She's, it's not that secret. Um, but she just happened to be visiting the set that day and, and jumped on board. It was never a thing that they had a explicitly organised. Um, I like uh, there was a, an interview with Nathan Fillion where he said Joss Whedon called to offer him the part of Captain Hammer and he saw Joss Whedon's name on his caller ID and just picked up the phone and said yes he didn't he was like anything to work with Joss Whedon it doesn't matter what you're asking me to do calling it. they've, they've uncancelled Firefly <laughs> it's finally happening I'm gonna be the next Avenger yes whatever it is I'm in um and I like IMDb uh, tells us that Australia seems to be the standard price for world domination. Yep. So in Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, Dr. Horrible um, expects that his plan to rule the world may upset the love of his life, but he thinks that by giving Penny Australia, her tears will dry and she will therefore be cooperative. Um, Lex Luthor in Superman also offers us <laughs> up Australia for world domination it's just going to be a continued it's a great small we're like the box of favorites (laughs) in the world of domination well i think it's also you know it's like giving someone an island but it's also a continent and a country like that's how big this island is yeah we're just the best and everyone i just told you we're a box of favorites it's true apart Um, from the morrow no one wants the morrow that's tasmania (laughs) anyway (laughs) Did uh, Dr. Horrible obviously won an Emmy, but I'm not sure of any other awards that it did win. Well, I don't know what it qualifies for, and this is this thing. It's yeah. like it was kind of streamy. It was a stream, but it was also it was aired on the CW, which is how it won. I think awards, awards. streamy awards, oh, 2009 yeah. audience choice, best male actor in a comedy web series, best directing for a comedy web series, best writing for a comedy web series. I think this um, <laughs> Doctor Horrible probably really screwed over every other YouTuber. Yeah, like, for oh, the streamies dang. that year. I thought I had it. Yeah, best. Who were we up against? Best director. Oh, ah, oh. Joss Whedon. Joss yeah. Whedon. Oh, I'm yeah. Damn it. 
Um, so many Whedons involved too. So, so many when Whedons. you when you multiply the Whedon factor by three, yeah. they're a clever uh, you're bunch. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. That's for sure. Um, but oh, just to talk music for a second, um, because that that was also the Whedons who yeah. um, wrote the music. Um, it's not groundbreaking music. No. It's it's no Andrew Lloyd Webber, is I it? I mean, is but Andrew Lloyd Webber the composer <laughs> we want to compare anyone to? <laughs> but in fact, it is quite an Andrew Lloyd Webber. It, it's more like saying it's not really a Stephen Sondheim. But, mm. um, you know, the music itself is quite simple and very lyrically driven, yeah. Um, yeah. So, which is something that you would expect from primarily writers of dialogue yeah. um, but that's not to say that uh, is it Zach who's the musician who Zed. wrote Jed. most of the music Jed. Jed? Jed Jed sorry sorry Jed sorry Zach sorry everyone um it's I think the way that the music is used is quite clever yeah and um it comes across as like I said quite simple and conversational and lyrically driven but there's plenty of musicals that can't achieve that no. <laughs> um so I think that they did really well on creating the music and I actually listened to the soundtrack fairly regularly yeah and then when you add on to that the the numbers in commentary the musical yeah. which are like more along the same lines there's even more great stuff in there and it's well worthy of musical accolade as well as its comedic and um, fun character scripting and stuff. Yeah. Um, they had to hold a, a, a boombox um, with the, the music coming out of it for the actors to lip sync to because of how skeletal this crew was while yeah. filming. And they crushed it. <laughs> All about it. All about it. <laughs> Um, anything else we want to chat about Dr. Horrible, guys? Uh, the amazing vocal performances of... Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> Neil Patrick and, Nathan Harris and Nathan Fillion. Oh, so I was like, good. don't make me jump over this table. <laughs> <laughs> Julia's not a fan of Felicia Day's singing. At all. Um, at it's all. awful. It's like a poor imitation of Susan Sarandon and it makes me so mad. <laughs> I, think, I think that as a character choice, her vocal quality works. It matches the I character just, yeah, itself in just this. just get mad when people say that as well. As a character, yeah, that's great. It's really good that your character can be just awful. Yeah, but if your best friend is Felicia Day and she's like, yeah, I'll do a random internet musical with you for fun. She's I'd be like, giggles. cool, we're going to dub you though. Oh, no. You don't have the, you don't have the crew, Julie. I would rather a male voice come out of her yes. face. <laughs> No, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I I can understand where you're coming from. It's, um, I skipped yeah. everything she sang. Skip. <laughs> this is awful. Um, she does also get melodically quite boring lines. She but does. Again, I think it's character suited yeah. because Here's she really is just, just like oh. make them which breathy. is why I think. But that's why I think her singing is so breathy because she is this airy kind of character. It's just like, oh, yeah. And oh, even if great. all of that is just, okay. that's Felicia Day. But I'd like yeah. to understand the words you're singing at the same time. <laughs> you're asking too much, Julie. She wants you to sign a petition, Julie, yeah. because she cares about homeless people, okay? I mean, that's probably... <laughs> I didn't get that, but thank you. <laughs> a good... Um, we haven't mentioned the cast. There is Neil Patrick Harris as Dr. Horrible um, and Nathan Fillion as Captain Hammer and Felicia Day as Penny. And then we also have Simon Helberg from... The Big Bang Theory, 
um, playing. Uh, excuse me. You and many other things. A Cinderella, Cinderella story. <laughs> Are you, you were going to say it. Uh, <laughs> who, who is an amazing singer and it yeah. sucks that he's... He doesn't have a song. He's also yeah. a very hardly talented sings. piano player. Yes. yes. Hardly sings. He hardly sings. Um, they are kind of your, your main four with um, the Whedons jumped in for a few scenes. Because when you've, you've only got the <laughs> cast members. Um, the are they the horsemen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> so it was it was a very a very tiny cast. Um, also uh, <laughs> one of my favourites is the the scene with the little interjections from Captain Hammer's groupies and the one guy in there who was just freaky as <laughs> I love him. He's the best. I love them. I love them all. Um, Beautiful. Well done. Love your work. It is a, it's a good it's a good musical it's a good internet musical it's a good web series whatever we want to call it it is good so let us think about how what it taught us for me um the biggest lesson we can see out of dr horrible is that if just write your own work and produce it you don't need the go-ahead. I mean, Joss Whedon has a, 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 a <laughs> bank account bigger than all of ours. But still, <laughs> if you want to do anything, have Joss Whedon do it. Have <laughs> Joss Whedon do it. But I think um, the through line for this show is a lot like, can I have a career or can I have the love of my life? And we've seen that in, in musicals and in movies before. This um, does it better. <laughs> this does it better. I think it's actually quite a surprising end. Yeah. Because you kind of assume, oh, it's all going to work out. In the end. He'll get... But- Penny but he does oh. kind of get what he wants because he wanted to join the Evil League of Evil. Yeah. And you know what makes you even more evil and gives you more motivation? Sadness. Sadness. The loss well, of the love. Is, that is kind of um, part of the point of the second and third parts of the uh, – because it's in three parts yeah. in three episodes. And the second and – the first part is very like, oh, this setup is all, all yeah. nice and we'll see where it goes. It's very funny. Yeah. And then it gets dark. Yeah. And it stays there yeah. and it gets – Darker. Darker. It, you, you sort of expect, oh, it's going to come back to being a funny little comedy and we're going to do more fun horse songs. Yeah. And then I think that's the <laughs> other lesson, though, is that you don't have to have a happy ending for this to be successful, um, which is very Spect- opposite to what <laughs> musical theatre does. Yeah, there's no wedding at the end of this. <laughs> no that's way. for sure. Not when it's set up. sing a song and she comes back to life. Exactly. Well, I'm still waiting for that to happen. Like, there'll be an epilogue, Dr. Horrible's <laughs> I mean, epilogue blog. Sitting on a sequel for the last, however, 10, ten 11 years. years. So. Yeah, it's been 10 at least. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. Who knows? Any um, other lessons, guys? I think that... You know, I sort of was aware writer's strike something, blah, blah, was happening. But I didn't actually um, get any of the context of it Mm. until this came out and all the reason behind why it came out and why it came out in the format that it did. Yeah. Um, You know, that actually sidebar gave me a bit more information and context about what was happening in the writer's strike. Yeah, it was rough. Like, a lot of people were out of work for a long time. Um, but it wasn't only that. Like um, a lot of people got fired and let yeah. go because the shows just weren't running anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was such a strange time for yeah. anything to do with TV or entertainment. It just just everything stopped. It was yeah. A lot of big changes in the way things ran sort of 
just for writers, yeah. freaked people out yeah. financially, and yeah, writers were the first ones to go because who needs them? <laughs> you can make good TV without any script of any kind. Of any kind. I mean, yeah. reality TV would then have to be actual reality, and we might not want to watch that. <laughs> Wait, that's not scripted, is it, KB? Oh, no. Um. <laughs> Can I share a quote for, for you from Joss Whedon? Do it. <laughs> People love musicals. They love them. They can't always admit it, but they love them. So there we go. I learned that. That's what I learned. Yeah. Even people who don't <laughs> They can't admit always admit it. That just, but, but they love it. They love them. That's what, I think that's why this was so popular is that people could hide their love of musical theatre in the safety of their own homes and just be like, I can watch this musical without leaving my house and nobody will know. <laughs> And it's a it's a cool superhero story yeah. written by the guy who wrote you know Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. And that's like got vampires in it yeah. and shit. So and like yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. Yeah, he's not gay. It's no. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that went too weird. <laughs> <laughs> Any other lessons? No, Julie's shaking her head for um, I also at home. Uh, never watched the the Buffy musical episode until after I saw it. Yeah. This, and then I was like, yeah, I love everything you do, Just Me. Yeah. yeah, clever, clever dude. Yeah. Um, oh, my lesson is um, not all bad guys are bad and not all good guys are good. Hey. Correct. Uh, there's maybe some different things motivating yes. the bad guys and the good guys than we think. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is such an endearing villain. That I think that, that um, the awkward blink he has, yeah. he's just like, he's just an awkward human. He's an awkward And I think it's the after, we were just watching it before, after Penny and Captain Hammer meet... And they kind of like go off together, and then he's just staring down the barrel of the camera, and he's so sad, and nothing. He's not doing anything. He's not even blinking. He's not. He's just yeah. so sad. And you have empathy for him from the very beginning, which, as as a, a villain or an antihero, doesn't um, isn't always the case. Um, but uh, let's cast the show, guys. Personally, I can't no, go no, can't. against no, the original. No. I'm not even going to even talk about putting Zac Efron in this show. <laughs> but we've said his name so enough. <laughs> um, I don't think it oh, can Oh, I be could better. definitely recast Penny. As who, who would it be, mm. Julie? Who would you recast? Mm. Who would I put in who as would you Penny? Put as Someone Penny. delightful. Would you put Penny as Penny? No, because she can't sing. <laughs> um, From Big Bang Theory. Oh, right. Maybe like a Britney Snow. I thought you were about to say Britney Spears. A Zoe Deschanel. Britney Spears even. Zoe Deschanel. A Zoe Deschanel could be I've decided that's happening. So that's happening. She does have a very similar look to Felicia Day. I'm very – I feel badly for Felicia Day. I don't. The only person we would replace is Felicia. That's just rude. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Felicia Day. Yeah, I, I personally don't mind Felicia Day. It, Zane, what have you got to say? Um, Zane, yeah. Zane has decided that we are, producer Zane is not on mic today, everyone. So he is saying to me, replace Nathan Fillion with Zac Efron, which I think is the first time in the last two and a half years that Zane has uh, decided to cast Zac Efron before we have. <laughs> yeah. What if, 100%. What, what if Hugh Jackman played? No, he no. can't <gasps> sing. We're back round to the Fillion. whole Felicia Day thing. 
No. Played Captain Hammer and okay, for This is definitely a score you like, can't like not be on the beat nah. for. We we could always uh cast Zac Efron as moist, but just make sure he doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the And old, then it like, really adds a little something to the name. To the moist. name moist. <laughs> um, um maybe he could make an appearance right at the end as bad horse. He could be. Know. Or one of the horses. He could play the ass of the horse. <laughs> you know, if you go for like a but like no? the face is cut out of the ass of the horse, so you can just, you can you can see Zac Efron's face in the butthole of the horse. Okay, let's go to a weird place. Team. No, oh my um, God. Nicole, did you have an, another yeah. cast you would like? For no, this? I love the cast. I think it's I think it's perfect. Yeah, I just I really wouldn't. I can't imagine any anybody. I can't imagine anybody. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I'm happy to cast him in anything. And Nathan Fillion is just Nathan Fillion. He's a good one. I just, I can't, what a good egg. What a good egg. Um, I, I think it's it's evident that these characters were written for those actors. Yes. It's, yeah. Absolutely. And we often say, oh, I couldn't imagine anybody else doing it. But, but actually, this is actually, you know, Joss Whedon, who yeah. wrote it, couldn't imagine anybody else doing it because he was literally imagining these people doing it. Yeah, and has written and to their strengths, I think. Yes. Particularly Captain Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, hi, I'm a jerk. And my <laughs> name is... Have you, um, have you seen the, the series that Nathan Fillion did with um, Alan Tudyk? It's actually like Alan Tudyk's series about um, called Con Man. Mm. So he, he plays... It centres around him having been in a, uh, you know, completely made up and 100% fictional space cowboy drama um this is amazing, <laughs> this sounds amazing. <laughs> and now just you know does the the convention circuits and yeah. meets lots of really weird people and weird things happen and there's his friend who played the captain on this show Correct. um happens to be nathan fillion yeah. and nathan fillion literally calls in every scene he, every scene he's just like on camera phone <laughs> at his flashy house doing having parties with amazing people and stuff um but his character is pretty much Captain Hammer. Yeah. And it makes me think maybe that is just legitimately exactly what Nathan I Fillion mean, is like. Castle is very similar. His character in Big Mouth is himself, which is also very similar. <laughs> so maybe it is. It's just like he's a funny, doesn't worry about anything. He doesn't kinda. take himself very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I was once in the same room as Nathan Fillion. <gasps> and he, he touched my arm. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't Ow, talk to what? him. That, like, that was it. He touched my arm. Wow. And, and I never watched that <laughs> arm yeah. again. Just like this part of me. That John Barrowman that John Barrowman touched. I just plastic oh, wrap. I got a full glad wrap every time I go have a shower. Oh, guys, let's keep talking about this while we play some music, shall we? Top fives. What top five list will we put this on? Top five internet released musicals. <laughs> That's what I've written. Number one. Number one. And things have followed and it's, I definitely, I think, paved the way for, for podcast musicals as the next new medium of putting content out there. I don't think it would have been as, as popular without it. I put top five independently produced musicals Mm -hmm. um, and top five most resourceful musicals because they did just use a lot of old set and prop pieces that they stole from Firefly and costumes that they (laughs) 
they could do it on a low budget. I do like the idea, like in my head, of them standing in front of a props room at a studio and going, oh, you reckon they'll notice if we use this? It's from Firefly, so like... I reckon Nathan Fillion was like, I know exactly what we need. And he just went in and got all the Firefly stuff himself. Don't mind me, I'm Nathan Fillion. And people were like, that's nothing new. Nathan's touched all of that stuff before, it's fine. (laughs) Out of all of them, we just blame Fillion. And that's... Brilliant! What are you doing? Nothing. I'm just I I'm nostalgic for Firefly, guys. I just needed to be around my stuff. My <laughs> don't, stuff. Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> um, any other top fives? Uh, top five Neil Patrick Harris roles. I would I would definitely He's pretty play damn it. good in He's this good. as pretty much himself. Yeah. Top five but musicals lovable. featuring a live horse. <laughs> <laughs> so this sure. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz? In yeah. The movie in the musical. movie it had a live horse. Yes. They're covered in they jello. They're jello. Yes, all right. How do we know that? Another podcast because Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I know we talked about it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Miranda. Um, any other top fives? Uh, oh, look, there's got to be. Top five shortest musicals? Yep. Very oh. short. 40 minutes, you're done. I enjoy doing my homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Watch the whole thing twice. Very realistic homework for me. Would we put this in the top... F- and this is going to be a, a big ask, guys. But would we put it in the top five for Joss Whedon works? <laughs> Musicals? Because <laughs> yes. yes. Well, yes, it's the only one. I mean, if you're counting all his musical episodes on TV shows, maybe. But... For it to have been his like first Emmy win, it's been very popular. It's made him more money than the Avengers. Sure, why not? His first Emmy win. Yeah. How is that possible? I After t- working on Buffy and Angel I and mean, Dollhouse. I mean, it wasn't his first nomination. Oh, man. Poor Crushing Joss. It. I just feel so badly for Joss. He's a very clever, <laughs> clever man. <laughs> Any other top fives, guys? Oh, just top five bangers. I think we need to really compile our top five bangers list. (laughs) Have it go back and listen to all the episodes where we call something a banger. It's now a top 100 list. (laughs) Just top top five superhero musicals. Top five superhero musicals. There's not many. Top five anti heroes. I'll put Muriel's Wedding on that list. That's That's fine. Curious list. It is a curious list. Not sure about that. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure I can just <laughs> throw it out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it time to put it to the listeners while we mm-hmm. play some so. music? All so. right, guys. If you have any other top fives, we will tell you right after this how to let us know. That's my favourite of the interstitials. I really do. It's just, it's so good. Thanks, Benno, for writing Noel music for us. Um, Nicole, is there anything you would like to plug while you are here? Um, yes. Uh, myself and um, some amazing people are part of a pretty awesome company, if I say so myself, called Panic Productions. Uh, it's Panic with two N's, P-A-N-N-I-C. Um, and we've got some exciting things coming up in 2020 and beyond. So if you'd like to uh, 
jump onto the web, our website, which is Panic. That's Panic with two N's, panicproductions.com.au. You can sign up to our mailing list and uh, you can, yeah, be, no, be in the know of yeah. what's coming up. For 2020, guys, yeah. get in the know. We'll How link it, it all be? in our show. How could it be 2020 already? No, don't think about it too hard, Miranda. So <laughs> it. It's so fine. Oh, my God. We it's have to like, organise 24-hour musicals. Don't, think, <laughs> about, don't <laughs> think about it, Miranda. That's for, that's for next year. Oh. <laughs> uh, we will link it all in the show notes so that you have a, a place to go. Um, and in order to find us... There are multiple ways. You can look us up on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, Twitter and Instagram at Musicals Teach Me. You can email us at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com and I would really like to answer some emails, so please send them. And you can find us on the web at that's not canon.com. Now, if you would like to join the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Women, you can... Gentle people. Or Gentle people. Or the League of Evil. Evil <laughs> League of Evil. The, all the, no, we're not evil, guys. But you can jump on <laughs> patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. And, you know, chuck us a couple of dollars a month. If we get to a certain number of subscribers, there are some things that we will achieve. But you also get exclusive content that we have not released to the public. So Including? The Cats episode. Include, we did talk about cats. Ooh. Which you might want to listen to mm. prior to seeing mm. the film release which of Cats, film. which you can watch with us. You could. Yeah, so we're, we're organising a, a, a private screening, if you will. Yes. A uh, VIP screening. A VIP screening of Cats. Of Cats. The movie, the musical. If you want to hear us cry live on this podcast or be there in person to witness it, um, we will put up all the information when it is close to the date. As always, you can head over to iTunes or Spotify or your favourite podcatcher and rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, play us on repeat, you know the drill. Um, And I think that's it, guys. Thank you for coming on the show, Nicole. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Oh, anytime. And to Julia Miranda for being just great co-host. Yo, yo. Oh, so welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will see you next week, guys. It's been me, KB. Bye. 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 talk about x baby ah crappy relationships the bane of our collective existence but what do we learn from our mistakes i'm relationship columnist liz bess and i'm funny guy tom harris ghosts of boyfriends past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny tragic horrifying and sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love it's like a group therapy session with two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. 
of That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 